Hello my spontaneous people, this is Shoney Boy here and welcome to My Culture Mind. This is the show where I talk about anything in the world of modern culture from music, movies, TV, food, and all that stuff. Um, as you can tell by yesterday, I did not have uh, an episode. I just wanted to give my thoughts about the situation in Beirut, uh, Lebanon. So um, if you saw the videos, the, the explosion was massive and i don't know like the death count now um but it was reported that like around 78 people uh died and then a thousand are injured i believe but um but yeah my thoughts and prayers goes to um to the people of lemon uh lebanon um uh and beirut as well so, um, yeah, I, I just wanted to get that out of the way and start focusing on uh, going back to what I do best is like, you know, bringing some a little bit of pos- uh, positivity and a bit of a lesson as well. Because um, um, there are some good um, there are some good things um, that I, I really want to discuss. And there is a matter of, uh, of a subject that I wanted to discuss at the end of this episode. But um, before I get started, if you are new to the podcast, thank you so much for listening today. This podcast is available wherever you can get your podcast. Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Anchor. So without further ado, let's get started. Um, <clears throat> so around Tuesday... I watched um, the recent episode of Stargirl. It's like the um, it's like a finale part one, like Star and Stripe, I believe it's called, or Star Girl and Stripe. I'm not so sure, but anyways. So I was watching the episode, and I this show just gets better and better. Like no matter what, like every time, like each episode goes, like I'm on the edge of my seat, and. And we do see, um, sort of, how I would say, um, not necessarily, uh, I guess you could say there's some character growth, especially for, um, for Mike, um, the younger brother, and I can totally see why he would be upset, because he's been left out, he feels like no one's trusting him on this type of secret, and then, like, the fact that he gets to, okay, when Pat and Matt, uh, Mike, sorry, when they're having this, like, you know, father-son talk, and then when Pat started yelling at Mike, and then he, like, you know, fires back, like, don't, you know, don't treat me like a child, like that, even though he is a child, um, but he, he's not stupid, so, and I love this character development of, like, hey, don't treat me like this, I may be young, but I am not, like, some sort of pushover that probably wouldn't understand, that's what I love about this episode, is, like, you know, his growth, and him slowly accepting the reality of what's happening, that, like, his father is a sidekick, and he built, like, this, um, massive robot, and then his, like, you know, stepsister is wielding, a, uh, you know, a magical staff, which he thought, which, he, like, you know, he did think that, like, you know, imagine if it came to me, and there was this bonding moment between Courtney and Mike, where, 
where Mike was like, I-, I wonder if that could be me. What if, like, you know, the staff chose me? And then Courtney didn't deny that. Like, she didn't really, like, oh, no, but the staff is mine. No, it wasn't like that. When he asked, like, may I try it? May I try on the, uh, or, like, you know, can I hold it? So, like, you know, she's, like, you know, just hesitate. No, she didn't hesitate, sorry. She just, like, go for it. And then he wheeled the staff, and he sees that it was, he saw that it wasn't reacting to him. And, and he was like, you know what? All right. And then he he said that I, I love this part. He said that if like you know Pat could build a robot like that, Mike wished that he could build something like that too, like you know in in the future. So I just love that even though he's so like he, he was mad earlier, but he's accepting the reality that he may not be as super, but. That, you know, he has something to look forward to, and that is like you know, for example, for example, building that robot, um, or building a, a better robot. You know, so, so yeah, the character development of Mike was uh, really written, and let, I'm trying to like you know try to wrap this up. I love how our man um, Rick, um, uh, Rick, when he finally solved the the equation um when he uh, he solved the equation was like um what well, he, he I, I this was the first time i saw him smile <laughs> and it was nice to see that and finally he figured it all out and and now he saw like this we, we know the plan of new america or something like that and I was almost devastated that the more episodes went by, the more I'm like, oh, I'm not so sure if Henry's coming back. Um, no, ma- no matter how much I hope for, because Brainwave said that that when Henry uh, when Henry died, his powers were transferred back to him, uh, and then he's a game, you know becoming much stronger so i'm like oh damn is this really true is this really so now i'm not so sure if henry would come back no matter how much i want him to come back but i'm not so sure and then they had like this big old machine to basically manipulate the entire world and like in 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 their image in the isa's image of like you know not really thinking for themselves, really, just, like, being not necessarily free, but, like, let's just remove all the bad things about humanity and what can make it good, or something like that, um, it was just, like, I know they're gonna do some mind control stuff, like, you know, at some point, but, um, but yeah, this is what I just saw, and, now we saw the adults the adults are being controlled and now i see like there's going to be like this star girl versus stripe you know um moment um i'm trying to think of some other moments that i enjoyed as well 
oh my god i love when mike just got the drill and just shoved shoved like you know like stabbed the back of like Sportsmaster. oh that was so good um and i didn't know like like uh tigress just killing the fiddler um or like the principal whatever um i'm not so sure if she's dead i i I, this is the thing about this is the thing about um superhero movies or superhero shows when someone dies you're like uh when you see them die it gets it's emotional well not this death but like we still think that like are they gonna come back to life because there's so many moments where people come back to life from the dead like it's, it's just like a running gag but who knows who knows um trying to think of other things i will say that i love how all the members of the new jsa is coming together uh, not just the kids but um the adults as well I-, I love how barbara is like slowly accepting what's happening with the situation i just love her uh i'm starting to um appreciate her character more and more and and she said to pat like you know i want this relationship to work it's just that like pat put that all behind him and didn't want to share that history so so yeah it was um i just love these moments and i'm so excited for season two so i will do a review on the finale next week and fingers crossed hope it's good all right um uh, moving on to some other dc stuff there was um sort of like a like a little like an online comic-con sort of exclusive thing for dc fans called dc fandom it's a 24-hour event around august 22nd so but um that's in usa to uh like american time all right sorry like my phone just fell but anyways um that it's gonna be in north american time um but then again if you're east west i I don't know um i don't know (laughs) i don't know how time works but if you're in a different country you may have to adjust and see what's happening i think it's like because it's 24 hours you get to see like all these exclusive access stuff i will probably check it out as well it looks interesting um especially for wonder woman uh 1984 i want to check out check that out and i don't know i miss comic-con uh comic-con not in the san diego comic-con i've never been but i just miss it going to to conventions and um this is kind of what we get although dc fandom was planned even before quarantine i believe um so yeah but anyways uh yeah yeah i'll be checking that out um once again august 22nd uh for 24 hours uh dc fandom you could check and it's free it's free so if you are if you are a diehard dc fan and you want to check that out i suggest go check that out for yourself and um maybe there's information about star girl or um maybe the flash or I don't know, so maybe some like CW stuff or Titans, Titans season three. Um, as I know, um, Titans it wasn't the best, but there, 
I feel like there's so much to tell, and I feel like there's so much to be uh, improved on now that it can. I feel like it ha- if it had the vibe of Star Girl, because Star Girl had a vibe of like it was serious, but they had fun moments as well. So if Titans were a little bit like Star Girl, it would be probably successful, more successful, and more fun to watch. Um, because it's all dark and gritty, and I'm like, I mean, they had some fun moments, but I, for Titans, I feel like there's just something missing, and that is the fun, like, more fun on the show, so yeah, um, so yeah, uh, that's all for that, like, you know, news stuff, now I'm going to talk about something that I've been dealing with for a long time. And, and the reason why I'm talking about this is because I feel like it is in culture wise, culture wise, that this is a problem and I am dealing with it as well because I'm trying to embrace myself as a human being. Um, I want to think of myself as a human being, um, and I have this notion of like wanting to be loved and adored by a lot of people but the thing is is that you can't expect people to do that for you and you have to focus on what makes you great what makes you um amazing you know all that stuff um I'm and I'm talking about uh, toxic masculinity I feel like because because I'm a guy, I'm starting to lose trust in lots of people because of uh, how am I supposed to like <laughs> well let me uh, let me like scratch that um, not losing trust but like it's hard to put in words really as a guy and dealing with toxic masculinity I have a lot of insecurities uh, me as a as a man um, but people don't view me as a man or at least I I'm I'm a, I'm a man I am heterosexual and but some people tend to forget that <laughs> that people you know what? I, I I've heard this before um people thought I was gay because of the way I dress and the way I dress is how I express myself that's that's just who I am and but I get put down and people tell me that I was gay. Now, again, I'm not not to offend like anyone who who is gay and whatnot. It's just a, I would say it was a little harder to find um where girls think of me as attractive or whatnot. But then again, but then again, like people are mistaken that like oh, he looks gay, therefore he's not into girls. You know even though, like, that's not who I am, um, like, no offense to people who are gay, like, you know, I think that's great, 
and to be honest like their fashion's much better um like I feel like I can't be feminine like because I'm heterosexual I cannot be feminine or I'm trying to like not say it I like to put it in a bad way that's the thing um I think that toxic masculinity really ruined how I viewed the world really I I thought myself like if I'm not you know leaner or muscular or if I don't have a lot of facial hair I I feel like I'm not um, and if I like, cause I wear, I wear women's leggings because it's comfortable and, and I feel like I don't feel much as a man as much as like, you know, I should be, uh, not should be, sorry. Um, I've been, all I can say, all I can say is, is that I've been fighting toxic masculinity for a long time. I was bullied, even though I wasn't gay. Um, um, I, uh, I think also as a, uh, as an Asian person, for Asian people, or especially for Asian male, they had to fight toxic masculinity because we were viewed as short, scrawny, not attractive, not muscular, not strong. There's just something about the oriental part about Asian males that were not as viewed as sexy. Now, um, and the thing is, like, I am short. I am not skin. I'm not viewed as the strong guy. I'm. That's the thing. I I I care too much about what people think of me and that's not the way to go i should be proud of who i am and it's just something that i am still struggling now i i want to be more proud of who i am um and I just need to learn not to give a shit what people think of me or not give a crap about like, like how people would view me if I did this or this or this, like I should do not just whatever I want, but be proud of doing whatever I want. Um, and it's, and it's hard. It's hard. Um, I wish that I could be more trusting to people. I, I, I do. But because growing up with toxic masculinity is still a struggle. Um, and what I meant by trusting people, it's like... Um, I have this mentality that because I'm... Because of the way I am, I'm not attractive. Um, or I'm not appealing. Or, um, 
I'm going like, you know, sort of like a tangent or so, but like, I'm, I'm starting to lose my train of thought just a bit. All I can say is, um, as a human being, I want to be viewed as a human being and, and I don't want to, I don't want to think about if I'm attractive enough or am I a good person or I don't know, just just all these these things that are running through my mind. I wanted to battle the toxic masculinity. I want to be. I want to be free. I want to be be myself and not be judged. But I, I. But for me, I I can't say that I'm the only one who's struggling. There are a lot of people who struggle more than I do. I want to put that out there. I'm not saying that I have like the most difficult life. I'm not saying that. I think there are more people who are struggling to be themselves. You know, whoever's like LGBTQ, um, I can I can see that there are a lot of people who are afraid of expressing themselves because of how people would view them and be rejected. Um, especially from family members and whatnot. So I can't say, I can't speak for everyone. All I can say is toxic masculinity is a problem. And, and this could span out into like, you know, racism. It can span out to racism as well. Um, think about, um, think about our situation right now because of this toxic masculinity of like, you know, what it means to be a man. Um, there are men who do crazy shit just for just to prove themselves that they are a man and i don't want to prove myself as a man i want to prove myself as a human genuine human being that can um can show kindness and whatnot i want to continue being uh to show kindness to people so yeah but the thing is is that i have this mentality of how men think that men are trash i I don't want to say that that all men like you know think that way or like or be like that so i want to have hope for humanity and i want to have hope for males out there who are still struggling with toxic masculinity and um and i'm sorry for the women who had to deal with that toxic masculinity and that's not right. And um, today, to this day, I will continue to express myself the way I want to express myself. And no one can change me who, for who I am. So, so yeah, always try to find some solitude in your life, um, or trying to find some peace that you can be yourself for just a moment, you know, instead of just hiding who you are, really. Um, it is difficult, it's hard, it's challenging, but we hear you, so yeah. Alright, oh my god, that is like a, I'm going on like a weird tangent. Oh, oh, I'm getting a little exhausted from that. Anyways, that is it for today. Thank you so much for listening. If you like this podcast, click follow on whatever podcast services you're listening to this to. Share this podcast to anyone you know. It really means a lot. It really helps a lot. And until next time, so long, farewell, take care, bye-bye.